Disinformation experts are warning of increased levels of disruption during the election campaign trail, which could put people off voting. On at least three occasions in the past week, political campaign events have been hijacked by protesters. The director of the disinformation project, Kate Hanna, says it's going to become an increasing problem. The disruption is actually being promoted by uh, not political parties, but by lobby groups and groups involved in disinformation. So they're instructing um, followers to go to political events and to disrupt them. And when we have disruption like that, one of the things it does to people who are still deciding is turns them off from the political process itself because disruption is stressful, it's embarrassing, (laughs) people don't want to be part of it, they don't want to be involved. So do you have concerns that this kind of behaviour will change the way that people choose to engage in politics in this campaign, in this election? Absolutely. I have concerns that people will be less likely to attend in-person candidate meetings or fora where they fear there may be disruption, and they might be less likely to ask questions that they might want to ask of candidates or of parties in case there is a counter-reaction from a protester or group of protesters in the crowd. Have we seen this level of behaviour and disruption happen before? Uh, no, this is really quite new for Aotearoa New Zealand, and we we simply you know don't have the um, security and kind of cultural practices to help support it. Seeing the leader of the opposition, you know, barricaded from behind at a presentation recently was really concerning because that's from behind. His security details should have been prepared for some kind of activity from that angle. And while it was turned into a bit of a meme across the internet and social media in New Zealand, I found it really quite distressing. I felt the Leader of the Opposition had a right to be upset and distressed and that had the roles been reversed and had it been a young wahine politician, I would have felt incredibly uncomfortable about that level of access and I think we should feel uncomfortable about the level of access in that case too. So what do politicians or people on the campaign trail need to change in order to keep themselves protected? Or how do you see the next six weeks playing out? Well, I think there's a really important community role that ordinary citizens and people who are organising candidate meetings and candidate debates, local debates or whatever, can do, which is to really take into account that this might happen, to make sure that MCs and other people engaged with a local meeting have the skills and the training to de-escalate and to actually... And I think candidates and parties um, need to have a sit down and, and reflect on how to make sure that this isn't doesn't not the thing that dominates the conversation over the next six weeks because it does turn people off. In terms of safety and security, is your advice to people in those spaces to increase security and have more people on hand, particularly for politicians, but, but again in those other spaces where community might be gathering? We, we think that that would be the, the best way forward would be for people to plan for what we would think of as maybe a hostile intervention, um, like we've seen in the last few days. That's the director of the Disinformation Project, Kate Hanna, 